5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, today we are going to con- or start a, a little uh, conversation, maybe what we call it on the podcast is a little mini-series, talking about covenant. Now, I believe that the church doesn't talk about covenant enough, when, especially when the covenant was a really strong backbone of the scriptures. I remember when we uh, brought some of this terminology to a church uh, uh, close to this uh, property that we have here at Tabor Church, and somebody, as I mentioned, we go through a covenant process yearly to be able to say we're going to recommit ourselves or commit ourselves for the first time to a covenant, and a covenant is between us and uh, between, you know, with the, the things that are happening in our community. So if you're familiar with Tabor Church and if you have been here, you probably already know about the covenant process. But um, for everybody else, I'm going to kind of just break down a little bit of that because as we shared this even the first time, somebody had said, well, isn't that witchcraft? And I couldn't understand what they were talking about. I couldn't understand why you would hear a word like covenant and you would think witchcraft. Maybe some of you are already familiar with why, but I, I guess what I tried to, I, as I broke down, like where is it that we're, I'm having a, a, this this disconnect? Because it wasn't just witchcraft, it was like, then it was like uh, um, I was leading a cult. And um, yes, I've got a beard. Um, yes, I like uh, I like Kool Aid and I like grape, but I'm not trying to lead a cult. I'm trying to you know lead followers of Jesus. Um, but it's you know, but it was so weird when you introduce a word that people aren't familiar with that all of a sudden people become suspect of it. They're like, that's witchcraft or that's leading a cult. And when I broke it down, I was thinking, is it the coven? You know, so witches have covens and, um, you know, part of that whole Wiccan, you know, uh, theology, there's things that are attached to that. Now, why would you connect a word that's biblical like covenant with something that belongs to something that's outside of the biblical understanding, right? I don't know how but I'm just saying that it happened. So maybe it's happened, you know, like you have a misunderstanding as well about what covenant is. Why do we use the word covenant? Why do we say we're going to have our covenant signing? Because covenant is biblical. And biblical is, you know, I mean, it like not just biblical. I, it, like to me, it's like even a backbone. It's almost like the the operating system upon which the Bible can it just flows. Covenants are that important. Now, there's a whole bunch of covenants, and we're going to go over this in this little um, mini series. But but what I want you to be able to think about is, it's you know, a covenant is kind of this this relationship this um, partnership. And, you know, so sometimes people look at a, at a covenant as saying, all right, you get, you know, these two parties, right? And usually it's between two groups or two parties and things are, you know, they're coming to an agreement. 
Now, there were some biblical covenants that were signed. You could even call them treaties, and it was between warring parties. You know, you get one side that uh, is the victor and one side that is the, you know, been conquered, and they are now submitting and saying, yep, like, you got us, um, we're going to submit whatever it's going to take. And, and so then you can see that the, the treaty or the covenant is not going to be built in the same way that is if you come to somebody and saying, yeah, we're on equal footing, um, you know, like, let's try to build something that looks equitable for both of us. No, like, if you lost and you have been conquered, you're not going to come to somebody and say, all right, let's come with, you know, equitable terms. No, we beat you. Like, this isn't going to be how it is. And so sometimes when the covenants in in Scripture are brought forward, you know, people are thinking you get like two equal parties. Well, God's never an equal to anyone. And so if if God's never an equal, it's not going to be exactly the way it is. And we'll, we'll talk about some of that more as we go along. But this is where we're going to explore biblical covenant. Because a covenant is this relationship or partnership in which two kind of parties or groups or even individuals are promising things, are saying we're going to work together to reach a common goal. All right, sometimes these, uh, when there's the, these covenants are made, sometimes there's an oath, uh, sometimes there's a signing, sometimes there's a ceremony, uh, like we'll talk about with the you know, the animal that's that's cut into uh, a cow, like, you know, they'll, they'll cut it in half and then they'll walk through it to be able to say, like, if I break my oath, let this be exactly what happens to me. I can be cut in half, right? So they took these very seriously. There was a defined understanding of what was going to happen. So if you think about um, marriage, Right, so you get a husband, you get a wife. They choose to enter into this formal relationship. They bind themselves to each other for this, like, kind of lifelong faithful devotion. And then they're going to work together. They're going to be partners. They're going to reach a common goal. They're, you know, if their common goal is to have children, then they're going to try to procreate. You know, there's that goal that's all attached to it. It's like it's building that life, and it should be hopefully in a marriage, something that's a common, right, common understanding, not, you know, these two people trying to work opposite of each other. That's not a marriage. That's, that's not, that's, that's, I don't even know what that is. So the relationship as we can kind of see in scripture personal covenants. There's one that David and Jonathan made, you know, that they were always going to help each other. You know, they were going to be there for each other. They were going to look after one another. And that's a big thing. You know, we see uh, biblical covenants happening between kings and and nations. Um, We see legal covenants, uh, you know, like the Hebrew slaves and, you know, all all kinds of stuff. Covenanting was a... uh, was was what it meant to live in in really the ancient Near East, as they call it, the A and E. And the A and E, the ancient Near East, um, they use covenants all the time. And so it makes sense that when God is talking about His family and talking about what He's going to do, how He's going to reveal Himself, that He's going to use similar language for them that they already understand. Right. So God is very strategic in that fashion. 
And it's okay, and this is what's good. This is how God's teaching. This is how God is helping, helping us to learn. He's like, hey, let's build a covenant. And they're like, oh, I know what a covenant is. Like, this is good. And so that's where we're going to kind of, I just want to give you that as the opening for the segment as we start to kind of break down a couple of covenants. Now, there are important ones that we're going to understand um, that as we see it, God is renewing covenants. And there's some covenants that God makes that they're they're done. There's it, it's 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 been finished. It was broken, right? And there's some that still continue. And there's going to be it's an important understanding to that. So stick stick with us, and uh, we'll, we're just going to break this down and to understand covenant, and then kind of finish with why does you know Tabor Church do a covenant every year um, as part of our our understanding of being in community together. All right, everybody, we'll be back again tomorrow with uh, with more Talk of Covenants. <music>